Hi, I am Daisha Powell, and this is Incognito. So today on Incognito, I have a special guest. She is my first guest, and she's one of my good friends, Niara. She is here to talk to us today about relationships and how we are going to navigate through them and how we navigate through them in life. So please enjoy my first guest, Miss Niara Wilcox. How does it feel to be the first guest on Incognito? It is an honor. I feel so great to be here, you know, support my girl Deja with her ambitions. And yeah, happy to share and have a good discussion. So, you know, today we're talking about relationships and I obviously picked you for a good reason. Do you want to talk about a little bit what you know about relationships? Well, I feel like generally as human beings, we're like made to have human interaction and human connection. Um, So we have all kinds of relationships, you know, parent, child, siblings, um, friends, friendships, work relationships. So it's something that we deal with in all aspects of life. So it's great to know how to get through them and how to work with other people. I, that is that is really true, really true. Because sometimes it's tough to deal with all different types of personalities and be able to manage a room of people you don't know and how to create relationships and keep them. So, Nee, how's your day going today and what you've been up to? Like, um, tomorrow is actually my graduation day. I got my bachelor's degree from Temple University. Um, so that's a great accomplishment. And, you know, I'm a creative, so I like to create video content. So today I've been filming. Um, and yeah, just enjoying the day, being creative, did my hair, did my makeup, feeling good. I'm feeling sexy, huh? You fancy, mm. huh? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we're going to um, really into the conversation and talk about the addiction and talk about the different steps and levels of creating relationships. Yeah, so I think definitely the first relationship is like with your parent when you're first born. Um, so family is definitely like the first or closest relationship that you have to, whether that be blood or not blood, like mm-hmm. whoever you're around when you're growing up. Um, yeah, I feel like the people you're around can have a great influence on you. Um, and as you get older and start to develop your own identity, um, I think it, I didn't know where I was going with that thought. Sorry. No, it's fine. It's like the nature and nurture concept with, um, cool. nature being genetic inheritance or anything that is inside of us. And then nurture is what we are, what we take in, what we observe from our surroundings. So when I, when I think of relationships of a whole, I always think about the relationships I had with my the my guardians and stuff like oh so I I see how my grandparents treat me they tell me treat people with kindness then I go out and treat people with kindness then the people I'm treating with kindness doesn't always treat me with kindness back so then that's when we learn like okay everyone is not like our nature at home so now this is another another nature like outside of our family once we start going to school that's when we start developing friendships you know with people and like you were talking about you meet people who have different upbringings and such um and for me I found that like after graduating high school you know being with the same people however many hours of the day and then having to go out to a whole new area and develop new friendships Mm -hmm. it really taught me a lot about how to make friends as an adult because you're not like with people you're not forced to be with people Uh (laughs) so it's a new skill set it's like oh like you introduce yourself and like it's not like fifth grade like what's your favorite color anymore (laughs) um yeah so I think 
even as we get older, we have different purposes for friendships, Mm -hmm. Um, some to, like, for emotional support, some to just have a good time, you know, you got those group of friends, you know, you could turn up with, and then Uh you got the ones who, you know, be crying, you know, (laughs) when you're going through it, you got those type of friends, and And that's, um, no, go for it. Brings up like uh, one point I want to talk about relationships is that some some of them have different purposes and they're not the same. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you can't expect um, the same the same experience with one friend versus another, but that doesn't mean that one's a better friendship than the yeah. other. And I think that's very important. Um, I just finished this book um, by Tyler Perry called. Um, Hire is waiting, mm-hmm. and in it, he gave an analogy about um, a tree and how relationships can be seen as three different elements. Like, there's people who are like the least, mm-hmm. like, you know, they yeah. come every now and then, like, mm-hmm. they serve their purpose and then leave. And then there's a branch, you know, which are a little more sturdy, but you know, you can't, they're not meant to be there forever and exactly. be the p- people you fully lean on. Mm-hmm. And then you have the people who are the trunk or like the root who, mm-hmm. you know, are with you who you, I don't know, friends with 20 years, life been through and through. Exactly. Um, so people have different purposes. And I think um, that you need to realize it's okay when, it's okay if, if a friendship um, drifts apart and people mm-hmm. grow apart, yeah. especially as young adults. We're all growing individually, mm-hmm. you know, and everybody may not meant to be, everybody's not meant to be on your journey for the long run. Exactly. Like when you mentioned uh, relationships that no longer serve you, sometimes it's just time to accept the change and just move on from that relationship. Even if it's a a job, um, people in school, even if you have a relationship with your teacher, any relationship in a world, because I feel like every relationship comes with a purpose if you actually take time to get to know someone and things just don't go as planned at the end of the day, you know, like, like when you're, when you're first with your first boyfriend, like, oh my God, like he's going to be the love of my life. Like I'm going to get married. And then things don't always end like that, you know? So even when you're with your parents, like that's a harder relationship to, you have to grow from or get away from. Sometimes you have to sadly, because sometimes just because they're your parent or your guardian doesn't always mean that they need to stay in your life and that they need to be in your life because maybe they cause problems in your life or conflicts in your life that you just don't want to carry anymore, that you don't need to carry anymore. So, yeah. Yeah, and it's really even with that same perspective about what role your friendships play, it's also important to look at yourself Mm. and realize what you play because you might be, you might meant to be a leaf person. Your purpose for being that purpose life or a meeting stranger could just be simply to make them smile, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like you um, don't have to be the that that savior person, or you have to accept when um, it's your time to go as well. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, if you stay longer, there can be consequences if you stay <laughs> longer than you need to. Such as when you fulfill your purpose, but you stay, mm-hmm. but then that person doesn't need you anymore, and then that could cause hurt because you're like oh, this person doesn't need me, but it's, you fulfilled your purpose. Exactly. So it's not always easy to let go, but um, when it's time, just know, like, it's fulfilled. And I think it's also really important when it comes to, like, romantic relationships. Like, when things don't work out or you guys break up, that doesn't mean it has to be a failure. Mm-hmm. I think that is super important. Mm-hmm. Like, um, every breakup doesn't need to be a terrible, like, 
bad drama story. Um, and it's okay that it didn't work out. Exactly. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Like there's, um, there doesn't have to be shame and you don't have to see it as a failure. You mm-hmm. know, everything doesn't have to be happily ever after or, you know, dating since sixth grade. Or <laughs> <laughs> right. Like we've been together since third grade. Like, does that really count? <laughs> Right. <laughs> I think we all had our fair share of boyfriends in third grade. <laughs> and they most likely probably don't remember my name. So That's hilarious. <laughs> and it's just that's really important be having self awareness like that because also it they they weren't right for you either, you know? Like you oh you put all the blame on you, but then they weren't right for you to stay in your life or they like you said, their purpose was over. So now it's time to Hit the hay, you know. Hit the road, Jack. <laughs> Sound the mm-hmm. gun. It does not always have to be bad blood, mm-hmm. even with friendships. Exactly. Um, yeah, it's a, it's okay to grow apart. It's okay to grow in different ways, and it doesn't have to be a bad thing. I think that's to be accepting of others' growth and of your own growth. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I feel like a lot of people are afraid to let that person go for in a way, like. They just need them there or they feel ashamed or they feel obligated to keep them there and make them feel like they're they're serving their purpose. Though when you know they even they might know that their time is up here, like, but you just keep, oh, maybe if I do this or maybe if we fix this, like, no, it's just just cut it there. And I also wanted to talk about when we when relationships end poorly, I think don't try not to blame and gossip about it a lot because that just makes it more complicated and then you don't know if someone's the friend group thing like people you like we were saying earlier how people serve a purpose in your friendships like so you you're confiding in this person but you don't really know how that person is because you have that one person you talk to about oh i'm crying i need this friend or i'm mad i need this friend you know so that one friend that you might accidentally slip up and say something to, things might come back around and it just won't end good, you know? If that person find out, oh, she's gossiping about our relationship or he's gossiping about me, so I'm going to do this and then boom, social media gets involved and then bigger things get involved and then bigger issues just get spread out even more. So maybe if just come keep the situation contained in a little cage and just keep it here, don't let it get out because once it re- releases, just that's when all the rest of your relationships, like you keep that same mindset, like, oh, since he did this or she did this or they did this, I don't, I'm not going to trust them because so-and-so did this. And then that's what I wanted to talk about. Um, having relationship, other relationships bleed into others. Like, and I want to use the word bleed because I just think like, I, I always said too, like, oh, like I'm not going to really trust boys no more because Oh, my, my bad past relationships, like, but the, the wound was cut really deep. So I'm all trying to conceal this wound while I'm grabbing onto somebody else. But then I'm harming them because I'm not giving them a chance to help let them be who they are because I already think they're lying. Every word that come out their mouth, like you're not being genuine. You're just a liar like so-and-so. So just stop the bleeding first before you trying to spread your egos into another relationship. Heal yourself first. Even it's not about just a, a romantic relationships about all relationships before you try and put yourself out there again because it just won't work and I've been seeing a lot on Twitter when I because I just got back on Twitter I deleted my Twitter because Twitter is a toxic place <laughs> and I saw on Twitter when someone said it's okay to 
not love yourself all the way when you go into another relationship because when I was back on Twitter, I saw a post that said, you don't have to love yourself to love someone else. And I thought that was the most corrupt statement put out in the world because I, how would I be able to give someone else love if I don't give my own body love? Like, how am I putting love out there and I don't even see myself lovable? Like, I don't even feel good in my own skin. So how am I making someone else feel good and my temple is not cared for, you know? Yeah, I agree. Like, that just sets up the wrong expectations because it is not someone's job to make you happy. Like, those expectations just already, I think, is a red flag for a not successful relationship and that really reminds me like I agree with you Mm -hmm. um that has to start with self-love and that makes me think about the um the love languages Mm -hmm. um and I feel like that is important um love languages is a book I can't think of the author right now I'm sure Deja will put in the description um but I think it's a great read again for not just romantic but for all kinds of relationships so basically the thought the thought behind it is that people receive and feel love in different types of ways. Like some examples are like quality time, some are acts of service, Mm -hmm. um, words of affirmations, receiving gifts, and physical touch. So you may, um, your partner or friend or whoever might be doing, might give you gifts to show you love, but you like, that may not be the way you need to receive it. You're just like, I don't want these gifts. I want to spend time with you. Mm-hmm. But they're thinking, oh, I'm giving her and him all this stuff. Like, But you don't feel that way. And that could cause um, butting heads. Um, when it's just, it could be so simple by taking a love languages test, like not sp- sponsored. Yeah. Um, but it's free. <laughs> it's important to know. And I suggest even if you're not, again, like, like I said, this could be for friendships, whatever. But even if you're not in a romantic relationships, I think you should take the test because mm-hmm. then you become aware of what your own love language is. And then when you enter a romantic relationship or whatever relationship, you can communicate that, exactly. you know? So I'm definitely exactly. for getting to love yourself mm-hmm. and know yourself exactly. um, before hop into something mm-hmm. else. Cause my love language is acts of service. I love cleaning and I love when John just runs the vacuum on the floor before I have a chance to, because like, that, like, that makes me feel like, oh, that's something I don't have to do. And I feel grateful for his action. And I know Miss Niara's here would love to tell her love language. <laughs> yes. I've um, My top two have always been quality time and mm-hmm. words of affirmations. Mm-hmm. So I love, like, um, being together, like, phones away, like, just being with each other. I like that. And then words of affirmation, I like to hear. <laughs> Not even on a conceited thing, but, like, <laughs> just to be reminded because... Uh-huh. Yes, not even on conceited, like, oh, tell me you love me. Exactly. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, kind words, or even, I think, like, a letter is under words of affirmation. It's like a letter mm-hmm. of how you feel about me. Oh, I'm getting emotional already. Yeah. Like, remember Trixie Tang off of um, Fairy Odd Parents? Um, oh, yes. The crazy <laughs> popular girl, and she was like, tell me you love me. <laughs> like, maybe yeah. her love language words of affirmation, too. Mm-hmm. But I think if we all carried it in a positive way, like, cause someone probably would take your affirmation and come make it completely. That's what their results they get in and like, well, I need people to tell me how they feel about me all the time. Cause this is my love language. No, the part of the love language is so, you know, what, how you want to receive things and how you want to receive love and what way receiving love is best for you. Not make it a toxic thing. 
And another yeah, thing, it's not like you only have one or to completely um, look over the other one. Like, they're meant to be all across and, like, again, yeah, it's like not even guidelines. Yeah. So it's important to not, like, neglect. And it's like not one category doesn't fit all. Like, there can be a mixture. Um, I think it's really important um, to pay attention to that because it's an opportunity to get in a deeper relationship and deeper love with your partner i'll just go for romantic for this example because relationships take work mm-hmm. hello relationships take work you know exactly it's and not it's... just being idle mm-hmm. like um so yeah i think that's important and a thing for a relationship to if the relationship is something that you want to work on and i think it takes both parties to want to fix it if one person's trying to fix it then if it's if it's just anything any type of relationship like you trying to fix a relationship with your boss you guys had a falling out about something and had a disagreement both of you guys have to sit down and talk about the disagreement to fix something out so you don't have to feel anxious whenever you go talk to your boss because you think they're still mad about the last disagreement you guys had instead of just fixing it so you don't have that that on your heart like that anxious feeling or like oh I don't want to be in a room with her because she makes me feel like this like speak your mind when you don't speak your mind your point don't get across no one knows how you're feeling so once you speak your mind and let people know what you want out of things that's what you'll get and if you're not getting that now you know they know it's not like they didn't know and you kept it and then you left they knew what you wanted they didn't give it to you and now you you can go and uh, uh, people always try to do intern relationships should not require you to be in a certain part of life but I think it should be mentally I'm not talking about money or financially but mentally like if you're not mentally ready for a relationship why would you want to put yourself in one any type of thing like if you're so like a friendship like you just you, you and your best friend just stop being friends like you don't know what to do with yourself like so the oh I'm gonna go hang out with the girls that she don't like or I'm gonna go hang out with this new group of people like why don't put yourself out there if you're not ready like if you're still grieving a friendship there's nothing wrong with just waiting a little bit oh so say you see her partying with a new group of gang of girls that don't feel jealous just like well I'm not ready to yet you know and that's what any type of relationship if you're not ready you're you're just not ready don't rush it only time time will does this course and once it's done you either come out a-okay or you still got some more work to do (laughs) yeah i definitely agree with you with that um but i also do understand that like love wanting love is just such a natural thing Mm -hmm. but i think um so that's that's like fact i don't want Mm -hmm. don't don't use me in a research paper but i would say that's (laughs) a fact you know but you i agree with you that it needs to be um tuned in or focused elsewhere and that's why i think self-love is like the best mm-hmm. the best you can never love yourself too much i was like, see i was questioning i was like wait is that narcissism but <laughs> you, know. you but can you know. never yeah yeah i know what you're saying and um another thing i wanted to discuss about this is that people say like we love ourselves through others like i love you like niara i love i truly love you but i don't love myself through you you know like I love myself and I love you. Like, I cherish you and I cherish myself. I'm not going to be like, oh, well, I don't really like myself that much. But I like Niara a lot. Like, that that just don't make sense. I'm sorry I'm laughing, but it just it just don't make sense because I, I just see that being such, that creates so many problems within yourself. Like, 
you you're supporting your friend and but you're not doing nothing for yourself like you give your friends advice but you're not giving advice to yourself so everything you're, you're just not receiving nothing back and i don't think we love ourselves through others i don't think that's a good statement honestly i don't think that's love i don't think it is at all like you're putting someone else above yourself that's that's all i see yeah i believe it i believe definitely believe in being whole um whole as a person on your own because kind of tagging on what we said before like when you go thinking you're half or think you're missing something and you're trying to find that in the other person that just sets up bad expectations and i feel like it's unfair to the other person Mm -hmm. to expect them it's that's where i go like loving yourself before loving yourself before loving someone else because then you're trying to put that on on the other person but you can't even love yourself yet exactly so i definitely believe in being whole and i feel i feel like even in friendships being your truest self that doesn't mean necessarily like exposing everything being vulnerable Mm because you have certain friends for that and certain others but just being being honest being your true self um so you attract the real friends. Exactly. And by being your whole self, you can even, when someone doesn't match or they don't like you, okay, they could keep going. Mm-hmm. And that's fine because you already, one, you already love yourself. Mm-hmm. And two, hopefully you already have people who love you. And that's enough. Exactly. And it's okay if people don't like you. Exactly. That's a, and that's, that was a wake-up call. I'm like, geez, <laughs> some people are mean. Exactly. And that's the bleeding effect. Like, I'm going to just look for love in him. I'm going to look for growth in her you know i'm gonna look for confidence over there and stuff like that um a little personal here uh when me and johnny first started dating he said um something like uh when i got in a relationship i knew i was going to become confident right away and i always tell i told him when he first said that i'm like you're not confident alone by yourself like as a person you're not confident and i asked him like why he was just like well, every time I thought I did something good or I tried my best at something, I never got the positive reinforcements for it. I never got the, oh, like, good job or things like that. And I never were confident about any of my outcomes. And I always told him, if you know you tried your best and you did what you could to the best of your ability, that should be all you need for yourself. Don't look out there for people comments and remarks because once you do that, then when they put out the negative comments and remarks then what you're going to do because that will put your confidence down so just when you have that reassurance of yourself no one can put you off this pedestal that you created for yourself yeah and one affirmation i'll share one affirmation that i really like to say one affirmation that i really like to say is i am loved and i'm filled with love for others so i'm i know that i myself am love and then i have I can give love to others freely, mm-hmm. you know, exactly. um, and then not expecting without expecting anything back, um, which took, which took growth <laughs> and like, cause sometimes it hurts. It's like, you know, it's like, nah, like I gave you love, please love me back. Yeah. You know, that's like innocence. But then it's like, you know, no, I put it out there and no matter the outcome, mm-hmm. it's still fine. Exactly. See, that's a, that's a whole nother thing. Learning to let go. Uh-huh. Exactly. And let it go. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, w- it will ruin us if we look for things in other people. Because I I used to set my expectations so high for things. You know, like, oh, this is going to turn out great and it will be a disaster. And now I'm just like, 
like my expectations weren't met. Now I'm sad. And like, now I have to like do something again to get my expectations up. So what I do to protect myself and my, my brain and my sanity is I don't set my, I don't set expectations at all. I get dealt what I get dealt with in ways. Like I set expectations in relationships, but when it comes to learning new things or getting to know people, I let them give me what they are. I don't be like, oh, I bet that person is this, or I bet we're going to, this is going to come from that. Like, no, no, no. I'll, I'll see. Because every time I plan my life, like I plan everything, everything is planned. My wedding been planned, you know? So every time I plant my life, every, nothing has gone as planned. <laughs> no, nope. nothing like my career path. Like I had two career paths and business or education. I chose the education route. Um, that took a lot of time. And from there, I had, oh, so after uh, I finished my degree in education and get my master's and all that stuff, I didn't know I was going to get married. I didn't put that down there. I didn't know I was going to get shipped over here to Washington State from not going to Rowan, from living back in New Jersey. So a lot of things, I just roll with the punches, but I still have, I create um, expectations for myself and what I should complete in a time. But I never expect anything from other people because... They either let you down or they don't let you down. There's no in between. Oh, they do a little something, something. No, no, no. You're going to either do it halfway. Like, Miss Perfection is here. Niara, you either do it full out or don't do it at all. Right, Niara? Right? <laughs> Call don't. me out, bro. <laughs> yeah. Another thing to remember is to remember is people aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. And, like, when people do totally effed up stuff, like, um, yeah, some people, some people you don't need to bring yeah, I think an important thing to remember is that people aren't perfect. And like you said, they people will let you down. Even the people you love the most, even your family, your friends will let you down in some way because they're not perfect and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And I think like even in relationships, like, um, so it's important to like communicate and understand. I feel like going to romantic it is a, so important to have a partner who understands you and who listens to you. And, like, who hears what you're saying. And so y'all can work through it. Like, I feel like, like, you know, good communication, honesty um, are all great traits to have in relationships. Mm-hmm. We just need to remember, guys, that we are the company that we keep. So if misery loves company, either get away from it or get devoured inside even more, you know. So I think that wraps up the talk. With Miss Niara Wilcox, soon to be yeah. star, soon to be a pop star. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. <laughs> All right, so where can we find you at on the social media platforms? Yep, you guys can follow me on Instagram at the Niara Rani. It's T H E N I A R A R A N I. You can also find me under the same handle on TikTok. I've been doing dances, you know, mm-hmm, right. doing my thing on there. So, yeah. She's a savage, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can find me on Instagram and TikTok. Okay. Do you want to share Twitter or don't? Do you want? Nah. Nah. Don't follow her on Twitter. Twitter's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Niara. Well, I will speak to you later on. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation and I hope you take notes and I hope you learned something today because relationships is a huge part of our lives and we just need some, some tips are good to just learn how to navigate through them and understand them more. 
So I'll see you guys back here next Friday for a new episode of Incognito. Thanks for listening. Bye.